Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. All of the dark clouds that have me down. It's going to be a bright. Oh, it's going to be a good one, I could tell. How do you like John Legend? You're into John Legend, right? He's Everyone loves John Legend. New commercial where he's like singing that song in the background. It's voice of an angel. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's do what I was going to do in the cold open, all right? Uh, I, I want to tell you some jokes for as long as you can stand it. Okay. <laughs> Why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? I don't know why. In case they get a hole in one. Oh, that wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad. Okay, next. What do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? I don't know what. Sophisticated. I kind of like these. Kind of. I'm not gonna lie. How these do you that? <laughs> these aren't that bad how do you follow will smith in the snow uh i have no idea you follow his fresh prince <laughs> that was good i like that one all right we can start the show though because i, I don't really thought he would hate this honestly i thought he would just sit there uh, meh, meh I, everything no i love stupid jokes <laughs> what did the zero say to the eight i don't know what that belt looks tight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So this means we are officially old, right? If we're laughing at this. We're just dads, man. Happy yeah. Father's Day to everybody out there. Yeah. yeah. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. All right. You ready to start the show? Wait, shout out to my kids. They made me this shirt. Oh, my okay. Father, it's one of my Father's Day gifts, man. Shout out. Nice. Look at I that. Love, I love it. That's actually pretty fresh. I like that. That's cool. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't get anything. Nothing? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> let's start the show, shall we? Okay, let's do it. All right, here. let's do it. Let's get this crowd going. Now, come on, get him up, get him up, get him up. Hawks on three. One, two, three. Oh. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. He takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Holy catfish. Hey, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got my podcast on the believe sports network i'm brett davern He's Lofa Tatupu. You ready to do the show, buddy? Let's do it, partner. 
All right. On today's episode, lessons learned from Seahawks minicamp. Lofa's nets are out of the playoffs. And besides Lofa and his pops, let's talk about some of the best father-son duos in the world of sports. If you got ideas on that or anything else, questions, comments, or anything, you can hit us up. Seahawkspod at gmail.com is the email for the show. Also, follow us on any social media at Believe in Seahawks. We got new handles, everybody. It's at Believe in Seahawks. Don't worry if you were already following our accounts. You're still following our accounts. It's just that the name has changed. It's now just at Believe in Seahawks, spelled our way, B-L-E-A-V, and then I-N, and then the word Seahawks, and you guys should know how to spell that by now. Um, If you're listening on a podcast app, go ahead and comment and subscribe and tell all your friends about us. It really helps us out. And Thanks again to Brinks TV for making all of our cool graphics happen now and all that kind of stuff. Um, man, we look so professional, Lofa. It's pretty awesome. Come a long way, partner. Yeah, we have. Hey, speaking of uh, you know doing business around here, let me go to the live read here and tell you about our sponsor, betonline.ag. <clears throat> let me read the paper. Feel free to improv or riff about betting, or you can just say, and now a word from our sponsor. The month of June is heating up. It sure is out there, everybody. The car said 120 this last weekend, Lofa. Oof. Yeah. Sweltering. It's dry heat. So it's try, yeah, just try 120. <laughs> try heat. Uh, the, the month of June is heating up with a ton of exciting sports action, and Bet Online is where you can find it from basketball to hockey playoffs to baseball. Marquee matchups, MMA. You got the Logan Paul brothers fighting again, probably somewhere. I don't know, but you can bet on it on betonline.ag. They got all the latest odds, news, and information for all of your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code. Believe, spelled B-L-E-A-V. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Okay, Lofa, let's talk about some mini camp again. I know you love talking about shorts and shirts. It's your favorite part of the football season. Um, but something happened during P- Pete Carroll's press conference that was was cringy, and it wrapped up mini camp and. I'm I'm cringed out by it. A lot of Seahawks Nation is cringed out by it. You've seen the video. Um, Pete Carroll, or sorry, Russell Wilson decided to crash Pete Carroll's press conference with a little photo bomb. Um, also, shout out to John Schneider for throwing the peace sign in there. That was awesome. Seeing John was the best part. His contribution <laughs> for the photo bomb. But um, I mean. You know, Russell says they're still friends. He jumps in. He says, we're still friends, just messing with y'all. And they take this weird, awkward family photo together. And a lot of fans think it was cringy, like I said, Lofa. Was it? Uh, it was. I mean, when you, when you open it up to play it, it was uh, everything I expected from, from what you described. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess we should be a little happier, right? It, it seems like Russ is happy, and that's what we needed to happen. So, yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, Pete did have that little, you know, hey, he's like, hey, get out of here. You know, you had your press conference. Yeah. Uh, well, weird know, reaction man. from Pete Carroll. Look, I think Russell Wilson's not cool, everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's our quarterback. 
he's QB one. We love him to death. He won a Super Bowl for us and all of that stuff. And, you know, come on, I'm, I'm the biggest Seahawks fan in the world. But Russell Wilson is not cool. He's never going to be cool. Stop looking for him to be cool. He's cringy. This is what he does. Have you ever seen Mr. Unlimited online? It's the cringiest thing I've ever seen. He should start calling himself Mr. Cringe because he's cringy, but he plays QB well, and that's all we should care about, right, Lofa? That, damn right. Damn right, brother. I mean, but it is it is a little awkward, <laughs> you know, when, when uh, like, Mr. Unlimited comes out or, yeah. you know, when, yeah, when that guy makes an appearance, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's different, right? Listen, I've got videos of myself from back in the day in high school, junior high, elementary school, doing all the talent shows and all the school musicals and all this stuff, putting myself up on stage, much like Russell is when he crashes the press conference there. And a lot of my moments are cringy, too, because I'm trying to be cool. I'm trying to make everyone feel comfortable and everything like that. And that's what he's trying to do. But it's a little too much. It's it's not it's it's not coming off the way it's intended. And he's just got to stop. Just go play football, win some games, all will be great. I mean, but was he always cringy or is it since he became a dad? Because, you know, that's what we have going for us right now with our dad jokes. Look, you know? I think much like a younger Brett Davern, it's kind of always been a little cringy sometimes. And <laughs> he, he oh, and man. we have to just learn to live with it, man. Um, I think, you know, he, hey. he's just he's never been the coolest. And so sometimes the things he does, it comes off like this. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're joking, having fun with each other, you know? And so I'm, I'm excited. I think Seahawks nation should just be thrilled that that's going on. Yeah. And also uh, John Schneider, by the way, is cool. And his little moment yes, of jumping in there with the peace sign, it comes off funny and cool. And we all love it because see Russell, he's cool. You know, wearing the take, the take notes, take notes, the championship belt after the Super Bowl. Like everything Josh Schneider does is cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty awesome. Right. Uh, let's move on. Okay. To more mini camp stuff here. Uh, Daryl Taylor, quote unquote, was a real highlight. That's what Pete Carroll said about Daryl Taylor in mini camp. Um, I mean, we didn't get to see him at all last year. He was injured. He's basically coming in as a rookie, just, you know, sort of because he didn't play last year at all. So he's actually even like working out with all the rookies and everything Pete said. Um, and they're taking a look at him at strong side linebacker, not just at defensive end where he was drafted, of course. I mean, what do you think about uh, Daryl Taylor being quote unquote, a real highlight and what's it take to play strong side backer for the Hawks? I mean, meh. <laughs> we should rename it meh knee camp maybe there's a dad joke for you i love but, that. Uh, but uh meh knee camp well, well yeah it's like telling me a d-line or o-lineman was dominant you know with no pads on it's like yeah okay well <laughs> you know we don't know until the pads come on but yeah. like did, do we have any comments of like what did, what did he do that stood out because i mean it's really not that glorious of a job no offense sam linebackers out there you got to set the edge and hang out and watch Bobby and KJ or, or the, the Mike and the will make, make tackles. Uh -huh. So, um, but I mean, it's, yeah, it's cool to hear that a guy that's making a transition, a guy, a high, what was a second round pick a year ago, didn't see time because of you know injuries that he's making the transition well, and they have confidence in him. But um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what that means. I'm waiting to see when the pads come on because yeah. you know, you can't, you can't hide when the pads come on, especially not at that position. 
I hear you, but let me float a theory your way. Do you think possibly that they are grooming Daryl Taylor and, and hoping that he can step into the Sam spot so that Jordan Brooks can slide into the Will spot and then they don't have to re-sign our man KJ Wright, no matter how heartbroken we'd be about that? Do you think they're kind of hoping that that's what happens? Well, I mean, they're hoping to get younger at the positions, at all, at all the positions, right? I mean, um, and so they're hoping that he can make the transition that that Bruce Irvin did. You know, Bruce was a little higher of a pick, you know, being a first round. But, uh, it, you know, Bruce, that is a tough to, – to change positions, you know, and go from, you know, uh, hand in the ground to stand up now, it's – there's some, there's some, you know, thought that requires uh, going on. And then it's just making that transition, you know, to the pass drop and, you know, trying to carry over to all facets of the game. And so I thought Bruce did a great job. And I, I think they probably see maybe some similar characteristics, you know, the height, the speed mm-hmm. and the athleticism, and, and they can try to mold them into, you know, what, what we have with Bruce. Yeah. Well, in any case, Daryl Taylor is a name that you're going to hear a lot all throughout training camp as they watch him develop and we watch him develop. So, Keep your eye on him. Zone in on him, if you will, as we move towards the regular season here. Uh, moving on, do the Seahawks have too many wide receivers? Because we got a lot. Nah, I mean, just like we didn't have too many tight ends last year, right? <laughs> <laughs> Things happen. And, yeah. Uh, I don't think so. You can never have enough uh, depth. And uh, yeah. But it's um, – you know, we with uh, there's a couple guys that shine that you're going to mention in a couple seconds, and you know yeah. that does bring into play. Where does Eskridge fit in? Because you, you don't you don't take a guy that high and not you know want to throw him the ball a good amount right, of right. times. Well, the reason I bring it up, like you said, is because Penny Hart, who is in his second or third year, I think, I think third, um, yeah. apparently lit up minicamp, just making all kinds of hard catches and on balls that were slightly overthrown. He's laying out for it in the end zone and stuff. And again, I know it's shirts and shorts and everything. Um, but if there was a real a bright spot or, or like a, I don't know, it's sort of a, a diamond in the rough, if you will, of mini camp, apparently it was Penny Hart. And, um, you know, like I said, I don't know how much stock we put into it, but Pete Carroll says, quote, he's a guy you can count on. Um, he plays special, a lot of special teams, you know, and he's a guy who's just trying to, to make the team sort of, and, um, I don't know, cool to hear the young guy doing well out there. No, that's awesome. And I mean, like you said, I alluded to special teams. That's there's a, a lot of guys that just they don't get it, right? They don't they don't realize that that's how they're going to make the team. I mean, you look back at even two of our best receivers during the Super Bowl years, Curse and Baldwin, they were dominant on special teams. Doug was out there blocking kicks, Curse was making tackles, and that's what you have to do as the fourth, fifth, sixth receiver depending on how many you keep. And so, um if I'm excited about anything on top of the, the, the footballs he's catching in minicamp, it's that he wants to play special teams. And those are the things that help make a, a room better. Yeah. Who's one of those scrappy guys that you got, you played with back in the day who was like a make the team any way you can kind of guy. Oh, uh, what position? What do you, I don't know anybody. It could have been a receiver just trying to get on as a gunner or whatever. Who was like a guy back in your day that was just one of those like Rudy I mean, look style at, guys with well, just you, the heart and muscle? No, get the hell out of here with Rudy. Come on, man. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Notre Dame reference. My bad. Yeah. So, there you go. You go again. Bring up Notre Dame. Uh, well, I mean, you know, uh, the guy we just talked about uh, a week ago and that released a book, Pivot to Win. I mean, you want to talk about a guy that – Division Two, right? Um, and, and then from there, didn't get invited to the Combine. And then from there, he, he shined in the Cactus Bowl because he embraced several roles. 
uh, kick return, punt return. These were things that he had never done, but he did it his senior year to get more notice. And I'm talking about big play Babs, Jordan Babineau. Um, he's one of the first people that come to mind in terms of, you know, not really given a shot. He gets here, he gets injured. So, well, look, now I'm about to give away like the whole book. I can't, I can't, tell, the, <laughs> I can't tell the whole story, but he went the through book, several. By the way, pivot to win. Check it out on Amazon, everybody. Pick it up. Yeah. But he went through several injuries to start his career. And that's not a good way when you're undrafted. You know, they say you can't make the club in the tub. And, uh, all that means is if you're constantly in the training room, you know, you're not on the field and then the next step is off the field. Like, okay, we'll see you later, pack your bags. But you know, the guy just kept coming back and kept, you know, getting better, um, played safety, played corner. He did whatever they asked him to do and and he dominated special teams and that's how he made it. Oh yeah. Ask, ask Romo about that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Ask Romo about Babineau on special teams and his effort and his will and his motor. Tony yep. knows. Oh man. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, uh, and yeah, then there you have it. You summed it up perfectly. A special teams play that, that saved our season and advanced us to the next round of the playoffs. Yeah, man. Uh, back to the wide receivers though. I mean, they got 13 on the roster right now. I know it's just mini camp, so they're going to have, you know, more than they're obviously going to keep, but how many do you think they keep going in the regular season? Uh, I mean, I think usually they'll keep at least six, seven. It's kind of like, the, the number, I think that, that unless some, you know, a couple guys really stand out, but then you're taken away from other, other positions. So um, we've generally kept like seven, sometimes eight linebackers. If there's, you know, two studs towards the end of the depth chart, but they're going to do big things on special teams and they can play all four, you know, all core four. So, yeah. um, so I can't, I can't tell you exactly how many I think they'll keep, but uh, it's definitely a position group that we should be zoning in on when we go to camp. Oh yeah. There's a lot of them. I mean, you got to think, you know, Metcalf obviously on the team Lockett, Eskridge. <laughs> yeah, I think Pickle, they made the team <laughs> Swain. And then, I mean, maybe Hart yes. or one of these undrafted guys like Weddington or something like that. So it's going to be yeah. fun to watch the wide receiver group as we head into training. And Weddington was a kid, was he, if I'm not mistaken, was that the kid that he had more money offered to go elsewhere, right? But he just, he chose to come to, to the Seahawks. Yeah, he wanted to be a Seahawk, yeah. Local product too, so rooting for him. Yeah. Um, more uh, position competition, the cornerback uh, position is wide open. That's the quote from Pete Carroll, quote unquote, wide open. Um, you, you sure one's not locked down? I, I don't in? know. I mean, he says it's wide open, man. And there's lots of different types of guys. Some are big, some not so big. Some of those tall sort of prototypical Seahawk uh, cornerbacks, some aren't. Um, but yeah, Pete says it's wide open there. And I, for the so, first time in a long time, right, that we can't just kind of pencil in who we think it's going to be. Well, we don't believe that Reed's got one of those positions. I, I mean, you, you and I think he does, but Pete Carroll said it's wide open. So what is what is? Did Reed he forget what Reed what is, did? Like, well, uh, look, unless unless no, Reed you bring comes, up a good point though. So what does DJ Reed think about after hearing well, his? Well, head coach well you know, DJ Reed doesn't need any more motivation than than being undrafted. You know, uh, and then going on practice squad, and then us coming to get him. And I mean, and he just did what what he does. Like he's a baller. And so, uh, um, but so he doesn't need any more motivation. But it's uh, unless he like comes in unless he's hurt or comes in out of shape, there's no way he's not starting. I okay. mean, I, I'm right now, zone it in, lock it up. All right. No, that's what I was going to ask you, who the, who the starting duo is going to be. Those odds are on oh, Bet Online AG. Go check it out. <laughs> we might as well look into our crystal ball. So, all right, I'll pencil in Reed for one of them for you. But there's, you know, a lot of other guys there. There's uh, Demarius Randall. We signed him to the one-year deal. 
um, uh, and then you got Marquise Blair, who you know is listed yeah. as safety, but has played some cornerback for us and stuff. And and he's coming back off the ACL. Trey Brown, obviously the rookie that we got. Trey Flowers is still here. the the battling the battle of the trays out there at DB. So yeah. Well, I'm I'm most intrigued about Randall. I don't know why we didn't see any of them last year. The guy is a phenomenal athlete. Uh, averaged three or four interceptions, you know, each year in the league when he was a starter. So it's I I, I just wonder what's going on there. Remember, I just every week last year that we were doing a new camp podcast, I was like, where is this guy? Why with all the injuries, you know, Shaq was injured. Um, you know, even uh, I think Reed was out of lineup for maybe a game. But the, I was like, where is Randall? Like, why have we not just seen him out there? And uh, I don't know. It's uh, that's the one that I want. I want to see in camp the most uh, on top of the the new guy, uh, Trey Brown. Yeah, yeah, totally. And Witherspoon, too, who they signed. Right. So, yeah, yep. him him as well. So, um, yeah, fun, fun competitions at different positions. And like I said, like positions that we haven't seen really a lot. Of, I feel like sometimes we kind of know at cornerback or at least last year we thought we knew. And then the whole Quentin Dunbar thing, you know, I mean, yeah. how much of a disappointment was that? Right. So, yeah. and then Shaq was out of the lineup for like five weeks, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's definitely a position that they needed to improve, you know, on performance wise from last year a little bit. So, yeah, as a unit, I believe. But um, but there's one guy that just showed up every week at corner, man, <laughs> DJ Reed. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you got him in at the at one of them. So then I we got to lock you down. Who's the, who's the other one going to be? Um. Well, they you know they're going to give the the new guy every every chance you know to to show what he can do, and he looks like a fantastic football player. But um, you know. It's uh, it's the big leagues now, so we'll see. We'll see how steep that learning curve, and if uh, if he's up for the challenge, uh, I okay. think so. Based off the his highlights and the film I saw, again, I only saw YouTube and the the draft clips, but he was challenging people in their face, making plays. So that's you know the the ball hawk that that Pete you know loves. Those are the kind of DBs that he loves seeing. Even though he's so, not proto- he's not prototypical like six two yeah. like the guys that we've had in the past. You know, I do. There is a six three corner still out there. I think he's you know, a couple towns over in Redmond or, or somewhere around here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will go knock on his door if you guys need me to. <laughs> uh, sort of went to Stanford, uh, outspoken individual. Just the most interception since he came in the league, if you like that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, we'll keep our eye on that. Yeah. Is that good? Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. I'll, I'll take him. I'll take him right now. I'm going to pencil in um, Witherspoon at the other starting spot, and you're going to pencil in the rookie, Trey Brown? No. I said I want to see Randall, oh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pencil in Randall. Oh. I'm talking just off sheer athleticism and you know the 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 size and speed that we love. That's you know who I think is going to get some more chances on top of the the, the young guy, but uh, that's who I think could compete with Trey for that spot. All right, uh, let's move out of the NFL, okay, and on to some other things from the world of sports because your Nets. Are out, man. Oh, yeah. I went over, yeah. I went over to betonline.ag. Uh, I, I put the house on the Nets. Uh, I put the kids' college fund on the Nets. I was all in on the Nets because Lofa Tatubu told bro, me that they were going to win the NBA championship. There was like and seven. There was like seven injuries. Oh, injuries, schminjuries. They folded like a house of cards. Wow. No, not really. They took the Bucks to overtime in game seven. Herculean effort from Kevin Durant, former supersonic. But uh, yeah, the Nets are out, man. Are you surprised they're out? 
Yeah, even even uh, when when Harden came back, I thought that was enough. KD had enough firepower with them to, you know, to to beat these guys and at least buy time for for Kyrie to come back. And uh, you know, hats off to the Nets. Uh, yeah, I mean, to the uh, to the Bucks, the and, Bucks, uh, Middleton, Giannis. Those guys are beasts, and so we'll see we'll see how they do going forward, though. Yeah, how happy are the Bucks that KD wears 18s and not? 17s you know i mean dude that was right like that was like half an inch toes on the line for, uh, the, the first buzzer beater that he game hit. of inches Woo! so close man I, I in real time it looked like a definite two all the way but then when they showed that replay it was a lot yeah. closer than i thought it was yeah and then he Crazy. just fell short on the final buzzer beater there um we talked about it on the last episode but i root for kevin durant man i think i think you know, Seattle drafted him. We get to claim him as ours still. I think I will, at least when I'm watching the NBA, I love watching him play. And I mean, just a monster game from him. He's, yeah, the last two games were insane. Just he, he's incredible. Um, as a former Sonics fan, I have to ask you a question. Is Kevin Durant maybe the best player to ever wear a Sonics uniform? I mean, Talent wise, he just he didn't wear it long enough, though. I mean, so, but yeah, in terms of the, the guy's one of the greatest basketball players of all time, and I think he's yeah. proven that, um, you know, this past year, man, incredible. Yeah. Oh man, these pictures are breaking my. I mind. know it's tough. We're looking, at, we're looking at Kevin KD. I think I still have that green one. Jersey. I still have oh. that green jersey. Yeah. Man, how fun would that have been if they would have stayed? We'll get them back someday, but oh. yeah. But I mean, we Westbrook. Durant, Harden, like could have watched all of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you on, on, on the question that I asked, I think talent wise, I mean, maybe possibly, cause he's one of the greatest basketball players of all time, all time. Yeah. but you know, in terms of Sonics, now nah, it's still the glove yeah. and Cliff and Sean Kemp and yeah. Rain man. Yeah. Yeah. Hersey Hawkins from the corner. Right. Yeah. My man, Sam Perkins looking like he's falling asleep. out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, man. Uh, um, hey, shall we zone in? I mean, always. What's up? Let's zone in, man. We do the zone in segment because Lofa's company is Zone In CBD. For all of your CBD needs out there, everybody, go to zoneincbd.com and use the actual promo code. It's live. Uh, believe. B-L-E-A-V. Type in D-L-E-A-V for 20% off of your purchase at zoneincbd.com. And if you want to pick up Zone In CBD in person, you can do that at any Bartell drugstores up there in the Pacific Northwest. Um, let's zone in on father-son duos in other, honor of Father's Day from the world of sports. Um, who you got? What do you, what do you think? I mean, what? there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot. You know, we, we obviously the Mannings, I think, is probably the most impressive in, in terms of like, you know, first round, both kids have Super Bowls, yeah. both have Super Bowl MVPs, you know, so it, yeah, I don't think you really have to look much farther than that one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, pretty good. But pretty I, good. I did, you know, there's the Metcalfs, then there's, the you know, the Boses. I, so I you did just a wanted to see the picture of the Manning. So hold on, we gotta wait till the picture comes up. Where's the, oh okay? Where's that picture of? <laughs> where's the picture of the Mannings took at Sears? Yeah. 
of, is of the coming boy. up? Are we bringing it up? Is with uh, with Archie. I don't know. I don't know if we can get it that fast. But we'll go uh, back to it. But the the Bosa's. Um, yeah. Oh, oh there, there you go. <laughs> There's the Look photo at that. of Archie and the boys. Look at the way Archie's holding the ball. Like very I, strong. I wonder what he would even say about his own fundamentals. That's holding pocket. That's pocket presence right there. <laughs> it's it's not very many points of contact. I don't think. Meh. Uh, but but so I mean yeah Cooper where's Cooper why does Cooper always get hey hey, Coop took the pick shout out to Coop (laughs) (laughs) I said Coop we need to take this pick real quick mom mom hung up the sheet in the garage Cooper (laughs) took the picture is that stone is that stonewash background hey dad you get that when you're in fourth grade yeah, come on, Dad. Just get down on one knee. Nationwide, it's always on your side. Get down. Come on, I got you. You do that way too well. <laughs> but um, I look more into it. The so their dad was a first-round pick. Both of them were like top five, you know, uh, top five overall. And uh, and then I think their mom's their their uncle. I think their mom's brother, or there was like yeah, there was another one in the family that was drafted. Wow. In the- top three or four rounds. So it's like whole football yeah. family. And I mean, you know, I gotta, I gotta expect one of the Watts to have a kid that makes it to first round. Cause I mean, <laughs> every it's, it's funny to me how it was like, it felt so rare to have family members then play the, when I was growing up and stuff. I mean, it was a lot more rare. It's, it's it almost is becoming common now. It seems like, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure we'll see Russell Wilson's kid out there at some point. Like he's always putting up Instagram photos and throwing yeah. bombs already. And yeah. Um, outside of football though, I mean, you have like Brett and uh, Brett and Bobby Hull in the NHL. NHL. Yeah. That's a good father, son duo, right? Both hall of famers. They have to mm-hmm. both be hall of famers. Uh, Bobby and Barry Bonds. The Bonds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, I mean, the kid. And, uh, oh, yeah. and his dad, the Griff, yeah, well, the Griffies. The Griffies. We can just start putting up a bunch of photos of the Griffies because I mean, yeah. the conversation stops there. I think it's because of their relationship they had on the field and obviously playing on the field at the same time boosts them way up the conversation. It's not like Archie was ever going up against Peyton and Eli. No. There. But I mean, just. I mean, we talked about it on one of these episodes uh, when we were talking about Griffey. The back-to-back home runs, man. Yeah. We will never see anything cooler. I mean, unless LeBron and little Bronny win a championship together in LeBron's last year and and Bronny's first year. Because, I mean, that could happen. That's like five years from now, I think, uh, uh, your boy could be the first overall pick. He probably will. And, uh, I mean, let's get serious. LeBron's cool. I could get oh, into that. Yeah. There's the back-to-back home runs, but there's also there's this moment too, which I'm glad we just we switched photos perfectly there. This moment too, where Junior stole the catch from his old man out <laughs> there in the outfield. That was pretty good. Like seniors just kind of drifting under it lazily, and here comes Junior like a gazelle, just like smooth as ever, just glides right in front, one hands it, just snags it. Yeah, it's pretty I've great. Never, I've never seen that one. Oh, okay. we'll have to show you that one on YouTube. Everybody needs to go look up the clip of Junior stealing the fly ball from his his old man it's pretty fun yeah it's a good good moment that was fun and i think like i said to watch them play at the same time together and the fun that they were having out on the field just makes that for me them the so father son duo in sports i mean my man kenny norton and 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 kenny norton jr like yeah come on now a champion both champions um that's a good one yeah and i mean sports too 
Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so, I mean, shout out to, to the Norns and then, um, the, the Joneses, while they don't, it's not father, son, but Chandler Jones, one of the most underrated pass rushers I've been saying for the last, you know, decade plus, um, John Jones bones, one of the baddest man on the planet. Yes. UFC. Yeah. And then, um, their, their, their younger brother too, um, played D tackle, got a, got a ring with the, was it the Ravens? So, so all the Jones brothers are champions. Two Super Bowls, two Super Bowls, and then one just kicked everybody's ass in the world. Like, I mean, that's a pretty badass, you know, story right there. Yeah, it's crazy. It feels like all the sports are just like big family reunions now. They're, just yeah. all, they're all out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty but, nuts. Yeah. Tiki and Rondé. I mean, and so, yeah, we're not, not, not father and son, but I mean, just some cool – duos and sports uh but yeah you know what yep change of mind mine's going to kenny norton and uh kenny norton senior i like that all yep. right i all mean right. two champions two different sports you got anything else to talk about before we wrap this thing up um no i can't think of no all right then it's time to wrap up this episode of the seahawks podcast thanks for listening out there everybody if you're listening on a podcast app please comment and subscribe helps us climb all those lists out there and take over the podcast world so we appreciate you doing that if you have questions or comments you can email us anytime seahawkspod at gmail.com um lofa this is a fun one what do you want to break it down to uh it's your call i think i did it last week you're up um, I mean, what did you say about can't make the team from the tub or what's that saying? Can't make the club in the tub. I like that. That's good advice. Okay. To move towards training camp here. So put your hands in the middle. Advice. <laughs> you can't make the club in the tub on three. You can't make the club in the tub on me. One, two, three. You, you can't, can't make, make the, the club, club in the tub. In the tub. Boom. Bye, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.